inevitable. You mean you have to use your hands? That's like a baby's toy. I'm totally Batman. Oh, man. Oh. Uh, uh. <laughs> Shh. Communing with your spirits. Welcome to California, bud. Kawabunga. The world of magic. And after that, I just sort of space out for about an hour. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Secondary Heroes podcast. We're continuing watching Marvel's What If. It's episode eight. What if Ultron won? This is your host, Trevor, and joining me as usual is... Hey guys, it's Prague. Finally, last week was not a cliffhanger, because we got this episode! This is DeLorean Wolfgang! Very nice. And spoiler, we have a special yes. guest joining us this week. Hey guys, it's Michelle. Hey, Hi Michelle. Michelle, welcome Hello. back! Thank you. Welcome Happy back. to yeah. be back. What was, what was the last episode you were on? What did we discuss? Uh, we were actually talking about that earlier. I think it was the Loki finale. I think it was last time. Oh, yes. wow. Yes, that's right. Man, and you didn't come back for the finale on this show. You jumped the gun. Jump the gun. Jeez. As long as we're not jumping any sharks like Happy Days, then we're good. Hey. And so the reason you're joining us this week is not only we're we going to talk about what if Marvel episode eight, but oh, we're oh. going to continue our fantasy talk of Harry Potter from last week by switching it up to a different book series called the Lord of the Rings. Yes, we are, which I am a very big fan of. <laughs> nice. So I'm stay more tuned. of a fan of the uh, Lord of the dance, but I understand <laughs> everybody's got their own thing. <laughs> wow. I haven't thought about Michael Flatley now few years i was like i was trying to remember his name i was like what was his name <laughs> oh yeah oh, that was a, that was seeing those legs then. move so fast mm, chef's kiss baby okay anyways <laughs> what if what anyways, if yeah let's talk let's talk uh, let's talk spoiler free reactions to this week's episode for those who have not watched the episode i'll go first you seem like you wanted to yes yeah because this was the best Rare episode best episode that Let's we've go. had so Let's far go. you know what i really loved the zombies i loved last week with party thor okay. but this is exactly what i wanted to see and granted i know okay. that robert california right. can't stand him but it didn't matter i i was all in on this episode i don't want to say anything else because i know that it'll sound that'll be spoiled but i loved it you guys go I guess I'll go next. Um, this is kind of what I wanted. Like, this is what I think we all were talking about for weeks. What happens in this episode without spoiling it. So, like, that aspect of the episode, I really liked a lot. Um, I, I was kind of bored through the first half. And I was like, oh, what's going to happen this episode? Is anything going to happen? Like, I was like, oh, this might be my least favorite. And then in comes, you know, Ultron and all the bad stuff and the Watcher and not to go into too many spoilers, but then it becomes awesome. So, yes, very excited to see where this goes. I feel like this is more like. I think the last episode is going to be my favorite if they do something really crazy, because I think that's where it's leading. But I think it was too much just in the last half of the episode, because I just didn't really care much for the other characters that were in the first half of the episode. That's funny. I actually found that those characters were my favorite. And I think we can say it. I don't mm -hmm. think it's a spoiler to say oh, that not. I don't know. Black Widow and Hawkeye were kind of the main characters in the first half. And I actually thought they were great. I'm like, I actually enjoyed watching them. 
So I don't know. Maybe yeah, and and I get that. Hey, it could be yeah. It's it's a yeah difference of opinion. I get it. Yeah, that's fine. I just I was just bored. (laughs) That was my take. Half and half. So for me, I think that again at the very start when you see the opening credits, it kind of colors my view for how this episode's going to be, and I'm like, okay, Jeremy Renner is the only real name I know that Lake Bell voices black widow and so everyone right. else was relatively unknown like they didn't even have james spader even though the title is what if Ultron yeah, was won. weird i was like <laughs> looking for his name i'm like uh okay so they couldn't and even no get Paul james Bettany. spader to reprise his role and so that was interesting but the episode itself i think that i kind of got spoiled by it by a hyundai commercial which is the oddest place to be spoiled by what's happening wow. what if right <laughs> I think I saw we'll, the commercial. Yeah, we'll go into that game. once we get to our spoiler okay. section. <laughs> I don't watch commercials. I have no idea. <laughs> Interesting. All right. And uh, so huh. you kind of have an idea that this wasn't going to just be an anthology series. Like there, there was a, right. we, they, an they idea there. For a while. Right. But th- this feels like Infinity War. And just in terms of kind of piecing ideas together, like Infinity mm-hmm. War is not perfect. It's not necessarily the best Marvel movie, but what it pieces together means a lot within the 23 films and that's how i feel like this episode is to Prague's point i feel like once the watcher's on screen this episode changes is outstanding yeah but it does take a bit to get there it's a little like okay we've seen devastation before in the marvel universe i i get it so i still i i think it's just because of what it means, it's like why I'm such a sucker for Endgame and, oh, it's just the Loki episode of just the bigger ideas of the Marvel Universe and having things threaded together. I love that. I will always love that. And Marvel's doing it better than anybody else. Well said. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Great. And how did you feel, Michelle? Oh, thank you, Alex. Uh, I don't have much to add. I would agree that I thought it was a little slow in the beginning and it took a little while to kind of heat up. Um, I thought the point point of view might be the wrong word for it but the the way they came at this what if was interesting because i feel like in a lot of the other ones we saw the before leading into the after and this felt more like an after um kind of seeing the ramifications Mm. more so of the what if and i thought that was a really interesting take of it uh yeah and then also the the like the general ramifications of this episode and the connections like trevor pointed out um i noticed as well so I guess touch more okay. on that when we're talking about spoilers. But it's not going like, to spoil anything this time. <laughs> nice. <No, laughs> it sounds like out of out of all of us, we all really enjoyed this episode, though. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. 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 Oh, love it. Wow. We're we're on your side, Alex. Don't worry. I love it. What? <laughs> Nothing. We agree with you. We like the episode. Awesome. Well, hey, before we get into our spoilers, make sure that you guys check us out over on crossthestreamsmedia.com. You can check out all of our episodes, our social medias, everything all over there on crossthestreamsmedia.com. You can do cool little things like voicemails. You can send us stuff or send us voicemails. You can't send us stuff. That would be pretty cool, right? Hey, DM us. I'll give you my address if you want to send me something. Just make sure it's not anthrax or something that'd be weird anyways (laughs) i don't need an anthrax cd good lord anyways that's never mind all right (laughs) while you're over there check out some of our other sister shows like the dorksman movie gap uh three beers and a mic dan Aykroyd podcast front row negative burn appetite and so many more that's Mm -hmm. all at 
crossthestreamsmedia.com. Also, check us out on all of our social medias at Secondary Heroes. That includes YouTube, which if you're on YouTube watching right now, there's a little button down there. It's a thumbs up button. Smack it right now. Hey, we'll wait. It's cool. Yeah, there we go. Thumbs up, baby. Woo! Okay. Uh, so, anyways, just remember all of this that we do. We're not getting paid mm-hmm. for this. This is all free for Bro. you and priceless to us. We're not getting paid for this? Wait, you're getting paid? No, I'm not. I thought we were going to. No one told no, me. I'm not getting paid. At the Wait. end of the year, like a cumulative thing. Oh, Trevor, we're going to mm. need to talk, brother. Mm. Anyways, oh, that's our socials. Like <laughs> 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 Trevor's bogarting all the money. <laughs> yeah, right, this was my few cents. cents. I, I think I found a dime on the street. It might have been worth more. <laughs> hey, man, split it up, man. <sighs> Nickel and diming us. Forever. <laughs> so let's start off with your favorite part of the episode, Alex. The beginning. I wouldn't half. say it was my favorite part, but I will say that it took characters <gasps> that I absolutely despised in the actual movies and it yeah. turned them into characters that I actually wanted to see more of. Like I actually enjoyed watching them on screen and seeing them work together and see, I mean, it was a little hokey, the, the, uh, um, the bow and arrow stuff, because I mean, it, physically that's what he was doing was not possible. But then again, he did have a metal arm. That's right. He's got a metal arm. Hawkeye's got a metal arm in this one. Uh, But I really liked their dynamic. I liked that you could tell that they cared about each other and that they lost a lot together and that they really were working hard to solve this. And I I don't know. I just really enjoyed their dynamic in this, which is weird because I couldn't stand them in the movies. Because you weren't very different in this, but okay. But here's the thing is we didn't have anybody else to compare him to. There was no Iron Man flying around. There was no Thor. There was no God. There was no monster. There was nothing else. It was just a dude and a girl who both are superior in what they do. But it's not like they're superhuman. It was just regular people trying to do good things. I don't know. I kind of like that. I like it. All right. Like well, there, so there, it, it, there was no superheroes in this. Gotcha. Yeah. yeah and I so like to That's that point, point, yeah, Michelle brought it up while we were watching it, and I was like, you know what they actually do is they've always had to fight for something. Like again, when you're Thor or Captain Marvel, you don't really have to fight. You like even Captain America, you're you're just so on a different level. You don't have that. I have to fight for absolutely everything. And so they're they're scrappier. Like that that's a stupid term mm, to scrappier. use, but it's no, still no, I thought it, it works. No, it right. works. It totally works. Yeah. yeah I think I'm not that's opposed a great word. to them being the char- like that type of character, you know, being in the beginning of the episode. I just felt like it was slow for me. It wasn't bad. I was just like, I hope the whole episode doesn't like this. That's all. It's also another emphasis of how much better Lake Bell is as Black Widow's voice than Scarlett Johansson. Yes. And I think that for me, I maybe it is Scarlett Johansson that I just don't really care for as Black Widow because I just I don't know. It sounds like Mm -hmm. she's been smoking for the last 80 years and she's got that raspy voice and it drives me nuts as I'm talking in a very raspy voice. But that's because I'm sick right now. So hopefully you guys stay away from me. I'm I'm a little sicky boy. Oh, boy. All right. (laughs) I've got my Scarlett Johansson voice on right now. Oh boy. (laughs) 
So, all right. Well, that, that was the beginning of the episode. Well, any other takeaways from that first test? I feel like we're going to talk a lot about the second half more so than the first half. Well, I did take notes because I noticed in this episode that, um, that they kept referencing other movies in this, like out of the entire series, they haven't really mentioned any other like movies or franchises like or anything of like the that. MCU, you mean? Like, like outside, outside of, of the MCU. Yeah. Okay. So they mentioned Terminator, uh, Captain oh, Marvel yes, they did. says, that was a weird throwaway says, line. Yeah, it was such a weird line to say to a robot. Uh, Indiana yeah. Jones was uh, referenced. Yeah, okay, now I remember, yeah. And then um, Star Wars was referenced, and then The Matrix was somewhat referenced with the computer, mm. the Russian computer guy. Right, right. So um. I was thinking, wow, they're kind of going all over the place with their, like, talking about these movies. I thought it was kind of interesting. Yeah, so okay. So Peter does that in Infinity War. He, he's like, right, oh, yeah, Mr. Stark, have you seen is, that right. old movie? He does it in Civil War, too. And, yeah. I mean, to me, I always saw that as Marvel kind of, it's like the everyday man kind of trope, where they want someone the audience can relate to. So, okay. like, right. so I feel like, especially, they're, they're really hammering in that Hawkeye and Black Widow, they're just human. Like, they don't have right. powers, they don't come from any other dimensions or worlds or anything, they're just human, and I feel like they're really trying to just hammer that home by putting in those references. And I no, dig that. I, and that helps for the everyman watching. At least that's how I take it, because I'm the everyman. I'm, I like that type of stuff. I like references. I don't know why. I just do. Everyone likes references. No, I like Speaking references. of references, Clint has an yeah. invisibility cloak. Oh, yeah. Which was <laughs> Harry, Potter. Harry Potter episode. Oh, yes, he does. I totally forgot about that part. <laughs> yeah, Alex, I heard you said, what if uh, Harry Potter was Batman, but clearly it was what if Harry Potter was Hawkeye? Yep. Sorry, Alex. Well, oh, my God. Wow. There you go. What is happening no. tonight? This is no, great, no. guys. I love what's happening. Let's now we're we're intertwining the universes into our other episodes. I love it. I like it too. But I did have a nitpick. And it was with Ooh. Captain Marvel. Um I know I, I try to champion her a lot on the, on this show just because I like the movie. I honestly like the character much, but I do like her movie. But yeah, she's just cheesy. And that line didn't work. The Terminator line just fell flat for me. And the part that really annoyed me was I felt like um, Ultron or Vision is Ultron in this um, what if scenario didn't really use the other stones much. He just like blew stuff up. And I like I wanted to right. see like what he would use with these stones against her to defeat her. Instead, it was just her going, oh, my God, I'm going to blow up and everything blew up. <laughs> it's like, yeah, uh, it was okay. a I mean, you have all bizarre. the stones. You could do all sorts of crazy stuff. Reverse time. It was a little anticlimactic, yeah. Yeah, sure. like, you, like that's the big battle. I mean, that's the battle you want to see. They could have done like that instead of all this other stuff with uh, those other two characters I've already forgotten about because I don't care about them at all. And they were so, they? I don't know. Captain Marvel's just so overconfident, just like when she was fighting Thor. That's true. And it was, it no, was annoying No, I get it. Again. I get it. That's true. Yeah, it's true. But I still would have liked to have seen like Ultron do more stuff with the stones at that point. I know. What you yeah. would do with Captain right. Marvel is just use the reality stone and put her in this world where she thinks she's yeah. saving the day and one. Exactly. And stuff. She's, she's just, like, yes, she's she's just trapped in this little reality where she <laughs> thinks so she's parade. successful. You never have to hear from her again. Yeah, but that's it's what you get for it. It's a robot wielding the infinity stones. He's not creative the way humans are. He that's just, just, he just kills like, everything. Yeah. yeah. So and that I think that's what I was mentioning last week whenever we saw Ultron with all of the stones I, I kept thinking mm -hmm. okay well I thought that it was organisms that can only wield the stones but 
Uh, yeah, with a robot wielding the stones, they are programmed to just do one thing. So it doesn't matter what kind of stones they have. They're just going to do this one thing, and it's just yeah, to destroy. Sense. For him, it was just to destroy. Or just isn't make it, peace. Bring peace. Yeah. It's, it's yeah. not it fun peace. storytelling. Yeah. <laughs> That's um, all. Like, we were talking about that, too, because it's, we were talking about villains and their motivations. And it's like, why do villains always just want to destroy everything and rule everything? And it's like, mm-hmm. you actually see Ultron complete right at the end. his... It's like, his whole, whole whole programming thing and it's mm-hmm. like he was like and then he they're like oh he's sad and alone it's like well yeah what do you expect <laughs> so, he's, yeah. like, he's a robot he just does what he's told yeah even yeah. if he has sentience which he claims that he does but apparently he doesn't have that much hmm. now i'm gonna if you guys don't mind i want to jump back to the uh the battle with captain marvel okay were they fighting in the core of that world Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yes. They like, were. Like, and they were moving just oh, willy nilly. Hey, I'm in the middle of this earth and gravity that should be crushing us right now. No, nope, I'm still throwing mm-hmm. punches and exploding yes, planets. The stones? I don't. I don't know. Yeah. I know. I was just. Yeah. I mean, it was a cool visual for a second, and then I'm like, okay, now mm. I. Now I'm in disbelief. I can't I kinda, believe these these people are flying and fighting in the center of Earth. Yeah. With no regards for the human life or right. Zandarian yeah. life on, on the surface. I actually kind of enjoyed that little tour of all the planets and like they yes. showed the heroes on yes. the other planets and all these places that we've been before. I was like, oh, that's kind of fun. That was ha- cool. Watching him des- destroy everything we know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I thought that was neat. Even ego. I thought the ego was a fun little. Oh, that was yeah. fun. I did enjoy that. The, the planet. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was cool. Absolutely. So that part. Um, was but yeah, that. even seeing. I mean, it was neat seeing like the Guardians of the Galaxy. They got blown up. I mean, it was. It was really interesting seeing. I don't know. Just the majority of that stuff. Yeah. It's wild. Did you like? Did you like Thanos getting sliced in tw- two? Like it was so it easy. Was just just like, <laughs> such a quick dismissal. <laughs> unreal like and you would think thanos would i mean he had what four or five of the stones there's six stones he, right he has he had five, five yeah he had five of the stones and like he didn't see anything like that coming yeah i think that's a little bit plot holy there i think he definitely would have at least put up some i don't think it'd be that easy to just sli- like slice him in half with one stone if he has five of the other ones yeah exactly it's really making the mind stone seem like it's the most powerful stone, which I don't necessarily think that it is. Right. I can't imagine either. It means powerful, but it's not like it shouldn't trump the rest. It shouldn't be together. more powerful than the power stone. It right. has power in its name, think, right? <laughs> <laughs> you would think. Oh, my God. Uh-oh. Well, yeah, I mean, it, yeah, that was a little ridiculous that like he had one stone and he just t- totally took out Thanos and Thanos, which... I saw Thanos come in. I'm like, oh, sweet. And then it dead. Wow. It's like, man. what if is really dismissing Thanos? I don't know yeah, who seriously. oversaw what if, but they're like, don't like Thanos at all. They're like, oh, he sucks. Don't worry. Well, it's almost like they're really trying to get it. Well, maybe not. I don't know. Cause I keep mm. going back to the stones. I keep thinking while well, they're trying to get away from the whole stones and the Thanos storyline, but right. God, everything is about stones and Thanos. They need to get out of the Stone Age, for sure. Yeah. Oh, Prague. Oh, Prague did it. He did it. <laughs> snaps for Prague, everybody. Snaps for Prague. That's right. 
Thanks. <laughs> yes, you will. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's yeah, move let's on move on. Then. So do we so want to go where Ultron Nobody's breaks through the prism? Oh, okay. <laughs> that is where no one's gone before, though, Alex. Yeah. <laughs> Very true. I, yeah, sure, kinda, yeah. I thought that was so neat. It was like, uh, what? <laughs> it's like, what? Well, How'd you do that? Did we did we experience that in another episode where where someone was like, who said Doctor that? Strange. Yes, it was Doctor, Doctor Strange. Strange. That's who it was. But okay. Doctor Strange at that point was not powerful enough to escape. Which it looks like in this at the end he managed to. He is, out. yeah. Oh no, no, so, he's not. It's no, that when the watcher. No, yeah, yeah. The watcher goes to hide. He hides in oh, Doctor Strange's prism. Yeah, I thought that yeah, at first too, and then the they zoom out. Living. That makes more sense. I was like, maybe he figured it out while he was sitting in there for eons or something. Man, what a cool. Mm, okay. And the last credit was like, yeah. And special guest, Benedict. Wait, because if they would have added that at the beginning, we would have all been like, okay, where's, t- where's Strange? Where's Strange at? Right, right. I think yeah, it was nice. It would have been like a spoiler to have his name at the beginning. It was really nice that they put it at the end. I think it really kept that right. surprise in. Yeah, so. Since we're talking about spoilers, again, there's this Hyundai commercial that they showed, I think, during Saturday night or Sunday night football or something. Sorry. And it's like, check out all the Disney Plus shows and Wanda makes an appearance Uh and then Falcon makes an appearance and then Loki makes an appearance and then they transition to what if. And there's all these Ultron robots and Party Thor's hammering them away and Peggy's throwing their shield at them. Yeah. And then Doctor Strange shows up and T'Challa's Star-Lord shows up and I'm like, well, that's yeah. that's the climax of the whole series you showed well, in yeah. a commercial. We, so we actually we've been seeing that for a while since they first talked about what if. Um, that was like one of the first things that I ever saw was. I don't scene. usually want like it, it takes football for me to watch commercials, and so that's yeah. the first time I've seen it. I mean, but you guys have been mm. calling that right. I know you've talked about it that the whole point of this is they're going to bring together all of the supers from yes. all these different. Joey on our first episode yeah. said that too. Yeah, shout out to Joey. Well, it makes sense. Yeah. Rice balls. So now we have the heroes of the multiverse set up because the Watcher <clears throat> got us asking. He literally <laughs> said, "What the hell was that?" When Ultron kind of comes through, like you know what I mean? Because first the episode starts with the Watcher saying. Oh, this is a sad universe. This one breaks my heart. And he's just going to tell the story of it. And then Ultron figures it out. And well, maybe if the Watcher didn't talk so much, <laughs> <I know>. <laughs> <laughs> he's, lot, huh? he's monologuing up there. <laughs> he's got his own podcast that he's going to tell everybody. <laughs> yes, exactly. This is actually his podcast. <laughs> I Welcome like when uh, Ultron called him podcast. creepy. Yeah, yeah right? they were fighting. <laughs> he was like, this is. He's like, this is better. Be among them. Less creepy. <laughs> yeah, less creepy. Yeah, which, which whenever I heard that, I'm like, wait, you're a robot. How do you, def- how can you kind of decipher what is creepy and what's not? Well, because he knows. That's fair. But he he's knows. a robot. How would he know? No, he'll know. He'll know. He'll Was know that in his work. programming? Yeah. By the way, people who watch other people are creepy. I, I, zero, 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 I, 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 zero, zero. Sorry, that's binary code. <laughs> We know. It, it would just be a one. binary ones? It's ones and zeros. <laughs> oh my God, I'm an idiot. I was looking. Okay. All right. So I do. I do have kind of a question though about about this, and it relates to Loki and the TVA. So 
so in this one, Ultron has the Infinity Stones. He's able to break through because of the Infinity Stones. But it seems like in Loki, the idea is that outside of this reality, the stones are useless. They're only really useful and have power within the actual like universe, the pocket universe. So that's really fair. Like outside, (laughs) they're mute, right? Like he'd be powerless out there. You would think that when he went into the Watchers like universe, that they would just be inert and he would just be a robot. He would just be Ultron. That only has. I mean, that would make for a less fun episode, but it would it would make a lot more sense. That might be great. Yeah, I feel like I I don't know. I feel like either we haven't learned something yet about this what if type idea, Mm -hmm. or they they missed that somehow. Yeah, like someone else. Oh my god. Yeah, what if might be its own thing just because it's animated, (laughs) but that's what I'm thinking now. I feel like the Watcher, this is going to inspire him to be live action at some point. I hope so. As I say, be nice. I was just curious, like when when they're fighting and Ultron's like punching him and they're like breaking through the realities and stuff. And I kept going like, okay, well, any second they're just going to go back to Ultron's original reality. And then Mm -hmm. the link will work with the hive mind and then Ultron will be done. I'm like. Why isn't the Watcher taking him back to his own reality? Like, he should be able to have some control over that. But True. It Good happen. points. <laughs> should we mention that's what uh, Hawkeye and... Oh, yeah, I guess. <laughs> they had their Scott. own mission while the Watcher's dealing with stuff. Well, the Watcher knew what it was, too. He was right there. He was like, egg in the mom. He's like, there it is. There it is. I, I can't yeah, right? intervene, but it's right there. So he knew. He See? knew they found it, too. He knew that the answer was in their universe. Yeah. But he just... Yeah forgot timing is weird with <laughs> someone who can know all things happening at once like he's telling the narration for our understanding as humans but there's all, the whole narration <laughs> expanded out like it's not necessarily linear like he knows that hawkeye and right. scarlet or in black widow are going to find this file he knows that timeline and so how does Ultron come through while he's still in a linear point where they still haven't found it yet? Oh, weird, That's what happens when you man. deal with time stuff. It, timey-wimey it's stuff, it, it's weird. Gotta be careful with it. Gotta have some good writers to helm that kind of narrative. They've been holding their own pretty I mean, good they, so far. I know, they are. Yeah, I'm just they, saying, they, there, they there are some solid. tricky plot holes you're gonna run into almost regardless when you're doing time Well, travel. it's like that whole plot hole in Loki with the time traveling and how it didn't break the timeline and they're like oh that was part of the timeline <laughs> right it's like, actually, it i was like all right okay <laughs> yeah you can oh, all out it's one of those kind man of things, it, it's it's just now raising a whole lot more questions like and by going mm-hmm. through the multiple universes uh i don't know now I like that, though. I like I like shows that do that, that kind of make you think and talk about it afterwards rather than just be like, oh, okay, I guess everyone died. But that just Done. means well, now that <laughs> the the finale is he's going to end up somewhere where that that uh, that robot that they infected then turned green. He's now going to I don't I don't know. So they're going to have all these here. That's the distraction. They have to distract him or I don't know, the, something. <laughs> Right, with the heroes, right, okay. Well, because we were talking about it, and we're like, oh, so the next episode, so they're going to bring on the Super Sailor. I was like, well, what about Thanos Gamora? Because mm-hmm. she's, she was advertised, and we haven't seen her yet. Dude, how yeah, does Thanos might... Gamora fit into this? Because is it she has the power of Thanos, but is good? Yeah, essentially. 
Oh, so, man. I mean, jeez, this is too much to think about, man. Because, <laughs> again, what Peggy does and what T'Challa's Star-Lord does, that doesn't really matter. Yeah, because they had a Captain America and they had Star-Lord in this universe. Now they're dead. Yeah, so. those didn't do anything to Ultron. So it's going to take this super dark, powerful Doctor Strange, and then it's going to take something else. The robot. <laughs> yeah, the, the Zola well, robot like, that, where he uploaded his mind in like the 50s that or the 60s. That, that's what's going to do it with Black yep. Widow. <laughs> I liked how always oh, like, oh, don't worry, I'll, I'll connect in and just defeat him. So Ultron defeated, you know, Vision in the movie that we know. And Jarvis. So, yeah, yeah, he defeats Jarvis. But this right. guy, the Zola guy is somehow going to be better than Jarvis. They're acting like, oh, I'll just hack into the, the mainframe. This is like those movies <laughs> where he's just typing on a keyboard. Done. Don't worry, I got this. Hacker time. <laughs> I got this. Huh, that's interesting. So that'll be fun. Yeah. Oh, man, they didn't really think that out, did they? Oh, and so what was it? Last episode, I was like, man, Ultron looks like, looks like someone else. And I finally figured it out. His silhouette. Looks like Galactus. Yeah, everyone's been saying that online. It does. Oh, really? Yeah, I, yes. that I was out. thinking about that this episode. No, I didn't bring it up on the it podcast, but it's definitely nod. a Galactus look. I was thinking about yeah. this episode. No, I'm like, he looks purpose. like someone. Who does he look like? They even have him like devouring like worlds in it. Like, right. Yeah, that one where he zooms where out. Where he bites the universe, yeah. So. See and so this okay, is the so, story about how Ultron becomes Galactus. That's yeah, what we're looking at. That, that's what there this you one go. Is. Exactly. Oh, dude, Silver Surfer, please. Yeah, soon. And and let Kelly Slater play Silver Surfer. Okay, <laughs> that'd be rad. <laughs> he already looks like him. Jeez, paint sure. the guy gold or silver, silver. or whatever. Silver. Silver. I paint him gold. Paint the Silver Surfer gold. Please, hold okay, on, guys. I'm gonna tweet I'm that so right sorry. now. I, I feel like an idiot right now. I'm going to take a timeout. You guys are going to have to talk now. I'm taking at least a two-minute timeout. Yeah, paint. Uh, it's cold. I like it. Done. Oh, okay. I mean, so, you can't top that. We might as well end the episode. You now. can't really top that. But when going back when, he's, when Ultron's punching him through the different realities, it's cool that it's always kind of like they start in Times Square. And you see, like, there's a Kree yes. version of it, and you see there's the Wakanda version of it. They go through all these right. different timelines. Do you go want to see where Steve Rogers becomes president? Of course. Well, yeah, that's, that's where they land first. Today on the Twitterverse was that because everyone assumes that that was probably our timeline. I'm like, there's no way. There's no way it would have been part of the sacred timeline. It would have messed up everything. I think I don't think it would have made sense. So I think it's right. in, a, in a different universe. So oh yeah, for sure. There's no way it's part of the sacred timeline. Yeah, he has yeah. to become Captain America. Exactly. Yeah, and I he's know. just it's the, pre- the president. Doesn't do anything. Exactly. But it was fun. It'd be fun to see what he does as president versus Captain America. Does he have yeah. powers or not? You know, like maybe he never got the serum, but he still wanted to be something, a someone. So he he's like president. that Hydra stomper from Peggy's timeline. Well, no, he has to have oh, powers yeah. because the Times Square they show is modern. I know that's what's weird. He has to survive. Oh, you're right. So he he is Captain Too America, sure. but also president. President, president Captain America. Captain America. <laughs> <laughs> I'd watch that. Okay, sure. Well, they said there's going to be spinoffs from What If. No, just like, imagine the president go and he rips his suit off and he has the cap outfit and he gets his shield and he just goes take scare stuff. Exactly. He's at the UN. He's like, 
okay. They're like, the, the Secret Service, they're like, you guys can just go home. <laughs> we don't need you. You will sign the Soviet Accord. You're like, <laughs> okay, Captain America. I mean, Mr. President. I mean, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Anyways, that's all I got in this episode, unless you guys have anything else. Well, at the end, Ultron, he said, mm-hmm. you can run, you can watch it. It just was like the Thanos speech of dread it, oh, yes. run from okay. it. Destiny arrives all the I same as the whole idea. Okay, two minutes yes. is up. I'm back. <laughs> you put yourself in timeout. That's cute. <laughs> now, I'm a father. I have to do stuff like that. I gotcha. Uh, so do you think that Captain America, not just the president, but do you think that that could have been like a Loki dressed up as Captain America? Oh, God. <laughs> that it's like a super it's like some inception yeah. level thing of who it actually yeah. is exactly i know, <laughs> and I know that, that was like... only like a really quick like it was like so fast there should that... have been a Times square of loki's that would have been good <laughs> oh that would have been good nice mm-hmm. i mean i was talking to trevor about this too is like what you see in this episode with him breaking literally breaking into the multiverse and you see so you don't see it in Falcon and their soldier, but in WandaVision and in Loki, they deal a lot with like opening the multiverse and they're like in all their Disney plus shows, except Falcon and their soldier. Um, oh, so wait, is that what, so for whatever terrible. reason, right? Yeah. Maybe, maybe that's what makes it the worst one. But I'm, <laughs> <laughs> this is where I say hot take. <laughs> I think it's common knowledge at this point. You see that. And you guys meet so many people. They're like, oh, yeah, I loved Falcon and Winter Soldier. And I'm like, are you kidding? And you just look at them like idiots. (laughs) We won't talk Marvel anymore. Don't worry. Go go enjoy your Falcon and Winter Soldier. (laughs) Yeah, I just love how they're doing that so much with like the Disney Plus shows is they're really hammering at the multiverse. Like they really want to break this open so they can explore it more. Um, yeah. So it's just funny that they act like the Disney Plus shows aren't going to be must-watches for the MCU going right. forward, but I can't see how that's even possible. The more no, I think they were just being silly. They were being silly. They knew it was going to be They were being important. silly. They were. Come on. Kevin Feige, that guy. So, you know, no, at the end of it all, it's, it's going to be special guest Disney Plus series. So then it's going to be like, oh, great. Now I got to go back and rewatch all that stuff. Except for Falcon and Winter Soldier. That's not going to tie into anything. So did you guys like the watcher when he suited up? Just that look? No. It was was weird. It was kind of (laughs) weird. I liked it. I enjoyed it. It was funny. I thought it was silly that he armored his entire body except for his gigantic dome. Like there's a big dome that looks easily punchable. Yeah, exactly. your head is your most like you need that more than anything else. You like can live without an arm, it. dude. The silliness oh. of it is what I liked. And how dare they split Thanos in two, but then he has a fist fight with the Watcher? Well, the Watcher's a celestial, right? And Thanos is not. Yeah. yeah I asked him that Thanos too, is... and I was like, "Can you kill a Watcher?" And he said, "Yeah, it's really hard." But. <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah, but yeah. he didn't use anything except for punching. He might have kicked a couple times. The punches were with the power yeah. stone, though. They they showed they showed okay. he used some of the, the so stones they were powerful there. punches. Yeah. Okay. You saw him using like he 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 was like blasting stuff at him, and you saw the watcher had some magic shield of some sort and was like pushing through it. And... Yeah. Oh, that was cool. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Sorry. Sorry. Yes. I'm on board now. It was definitely interesting to see the Watcher doing something. Yeah. It took Ultron 
So if Ultron wins, what happens is the Watcher gets involved. That's essentially the mm-hmm. takeaway. Yeah. Well, and uh, you guys even mentioned Ultron is. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, you guys mentioned that they that Ultron kind of got a bad rap in the movies. Yeah, he got mm-hmm. the short straw. He really did. Yeah. And I wonder what that is. I wonder if it was because they only wanted like one movie with him. I think it's more difficult to convey to audiences. Okay. It could be, yeah, and it's not, I guess robots aren't as exciting as a living creature kind of thing, like if they've already done Terminator movies and stuff, could be a rehash, or could have mm. been that they just wanted Thanos to be the main story, yeah. and they're like, well, yeah. if you want Ultron, do it for one movie, then kill him off, kind of thing. Yeah, if they were going to do Ultron justice, they really needed to do it. Save Ultron. Yeah, save yeah. him the way, save they needed yeah. him to be a Thanos kind of villain, where he stretched across oh, yeah, the like, entire... They've saved yes. Kang specifically to follow in. You could have Ultron... Yeah. saved yep. like that i just i maybe whoever decided i don't know they just didn't think ultron was this big of a deal i for think some reason. in 2000 and does it come out in 2012 they weren't maybe sure they reached these heights that's fair true yeah mm-hmm. that's very true i mean and I know, disney I, also I, didn't give them more free reign back in 2012 hmm. yeah oh gotcha because maybe yeah, in but- 2008 and 2010 were still paramount movies so Disney must acquire them right, like 2011. It's okay. No, the first Avengers is 2012. Ultron's yeah, 2016. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Tracking. Tracking. I mean, it's true. <laughs> Maybe they never saw anything past Thanos. Maybe it's like, okay, they're gonna defeat Thanos, and that's it. The MC would be over. Maybe they never were like, or we keep going, or, and then they right. can do another really big bad, like Kong. It's like, okay, so we wasted Ultron. What do we got? And they're like, uh. Kang shows up, use him. <laughs> yeah, could be. But uh, to jump back a little bit, uh, you guys had mentioned the maybe maybe robots aren't as interesting as that organic. I'm sorry, I don't know. Was no, 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 no. Which, which uh, originally I would have said, yeah, totally, until I saw this episode. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like now I'm like, damn, he, he can do some stuff. It's so and interesting it looks because rad. sci-fi focuses so much on like robots and like them taking over because so much of our life is involved in technology and it's like one of like the horror aspects of sci-fi. So it's really interesting that they couldn't do more with that in Ultron and like well, really make so it relate much to audiences. If. It's a win. Which is why you treat all of your electronics with respect. <laughs> I want to pet all of them, yes. Please. Don't <laughs> give me pleasure, please. <laughs> oh. I, yes. I, I spend a lot of money on electronics. Yeah, I don't want them to rise up and destroy me. Yeah, like I haven't watched Black Mirror, but I'm assuming they've d- dealt with that before. Oh. Black Mirror. And there's Black been Mirror, that's, that's all that Black Mirror is, yeah. The robot dogs. Can we talk Black Mirror now? No. I'd rather talk Black Mirror. It was episode seven. <laughs> We're on like a hundred and whatever. Episode yeah, seven, on. we talked about Black <laughs> Mirror. <laughs> yeah, but that was a long time ago, man. People need to. Well, Black Mirror's not Anyways. doing anything. I if they know. came out with some new, yeah, I maybe. got you. We'll revisit it someday later, if they do. Okay. So, well, and then just uh, before we do end, seriously, how powerful is this Doctor Strange? Because when we see the glimpse of him, he has that one extra eye, and he has some horns mm-hmm. going. It's fun. He's like all of these creatures are very powerful. Because they're essentially different dimensional beings. So it's not, it kind of fits in with a, it's not a different universe, but it's still different dimensions. Sure. Exactly. 
I like so this Doctor powerful. Strange a lot. So I'm excited oh, that he'll be making he's a comeback. <laughs> he is red. Yeah, I agree. Goth and Doctor I think Strange. He's <laughs> Goth Strange. Yeah. Not going to see not him at Comic Con next but... year. <laughs> not you know, oh, your yeah. thing. You're going to see okay. a lot of them. No, I wasn't. I wasn't too excited about Dark Doctor Strange. It just. It, I don't know. It no. wasn't. Maybe maybe it was the look. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe it was too goth for me. <laughs> too goth, I had yeah. that. Okay. I had that stage for like two weeks in high school. And I got over it pretty quick. Goth is a lifestyle, I, man. Still, still wore the Jinkos though. It's not a phase. definitely wore the Jinkos. <laughs> oh, I just like gosh. that they even took that like direction where they're like, let's take one of the like Avengers and make them a villain. Like, not a villain, kind right. of, but. Using their powers for bad instead of good. I just thought that was really cool. Like, just a cool... And then he's going to have to save the day. Yeah, he is. Redeem himself. Because no one can truly... You can't have evil hero. That that would be bad. Well, was this... Was this in the comics at all? Like, or or was this all just kind of made up for the show? This is all made up There's a whole What If comic series. I mean, there are What If... Yeah, there's a What If series, but no, these are... Right. These are unique What Ifs. Okay, okay. I just wanted to double check, see if this was maybe a actual book. Wow. You guys only got 20 minutes to talk about uh, some (laughs) Lord of the Rings, so... Why don't you guys get on to some Lord of the Rings? Think of... um, Clinton, Black Widow swapping who fell. Oh, yeah, the whole recreation of the Soul Stone. I actually uh, like that. I liked it because I enjoyed that part. I was okay. I get, I get it both. If I want to see one of them go, I watch Endgame. If I want to watch the other, I just turn this episode on. You get it's to see facto, them both. Time. It works. It, it's great. Exactly. Yeah. They both yeah, get fantastic. to sacrifice themselves for the greater good. And yeah, for the greater I do good. like when Clint's going down and he shoots off the bomb, and there's that whole gold background. It looks just like a big, like multi-page comic mm-hmm. layout. Yeah. Like you would open a comic yeah. and you'd have that exact panel. Oh, cool. Yeah. Now it was great. And it looked great. And I mean, with all of the robots down below with their eyes glowing red and he's just slow motion falling towards them. Oh, yes. I, I really liked it. Definitely awesome. so, better than the way uh, Black Widow went in Endgame. That's episode eight. We're excited for what episode nine brings. But rather than having oh. gauntlets and infinity stones and Ultrons, you just have one ring to rule them all. And my ass. <laughs> and your what? <laughs> oh, clearly someone's never even watched the films. Oh, boy. Oh, All right. axe. Axe. Okay, got axe. Okay. Oh, my. What did you okay. think? <laughs> she Guess said. what I heard. Hey, I guess what sword. I heard. No. Bro. You should have said bow. I should have said bow. <laughs> should have said bow. A Hawkeye uh, would fit right Orlando in. Orlando Bloom. I feel like I should give a disclaimer, and I'm sorry, Prague. Um. Yeah. I have read the books. I'm not a huge fan of the books. Um, okay. I love the movies. Uh, if anyone wants to fight me about it, I have many reasons why I do not like the books. And that is the main one being Tolkien is not a very good writer. He's a great world builder, great language writer. He was a linguist. Like, I love Tolkien as a person. Not a great writer. Yeah. But he writes, he I'm made gonna... great characters and the movies just made them better characters. <laughs> I might surprise you here, but I 100% agree. I do not care for his writing. Okay. I enjoyed yeah, the world. Like when I read the books, I'm like, I want it. When I, when I read the books, all I can think of is what would it look like as a movie? And then it became a movie and I went, this is it. <laughs> it's like yep. the books were just dry, dry and boring. And I got, they're very, like, yeah, just, they're very yeah. dry. So, but so, the movie is so a whole different thing. Yeah. 
So my what ifs are coming more from the movies than the books. Same here. Um, and That's I haven't read any of the extended. There's be no Tom Bombadil. No Tom Similarian. Bombadil. In my I can't even say this. Yeah, no. Yeah, all, none of that. Okay. So all right. So tell me about Orlando Bloom. Oh boy. So he's the <laughs> Hawkeye of the Lord of the Rings. Yes. Okay, but he's so much better <laughs> than Hawkeye. Hawkeye is the bridge is between Harry Hawkeye. Potter and Lord of the Rings and Marvel. He's the one constant. Oh, man. <laughs> the one archer. Okay. But like, let's, okay, I won't get into like, like, listen, his cool arrow shots and all that stuff. We won't get into that because that's not what this episode is. Um, did you want to go first, Prague? Would you like me to start? Um, either way, Taster's choice. Okay. Um, well, mine's a pretty obvious one for anybody who is a Lord of the Rings fan. Um, and that is, what if Faramir went okay, to good. Rivendell instead of Boromir? You didn't take mine. All right, good. Yeah, yeah. Well, I was like, that's a pretty. I was like, it's a pretty obvious one. I thought of it earlier. Obvious, but okay, good. All right, that's a good one, though. Yeah. Uh, yep. Would he be I, I thought I he... might have something here. Yeah, I have got nothing here. So because he was not tempted. <laughs> I'll have one, Alex. Alex. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Off the two hours we watched, you'll have one. Um, just, so one of these guys is Ned Stark, right? Yes, one of them is uh, Sean Bean, the guy okay. who, uh, spoilers if you haven't seen Lord of the Rings, uh, Sean Bean, as he does in most things, dies at the end of the first movie. Um, spoilers he's for everything he's in. Oh, my yes. God, spoilers. Yeah, whatever. Everyone knows. It's like a meme. Yeah, it is. Uh, he tries to take the ring from Frodo, um, and yep. it's basically the, kind of the climax point for Frodo leaving this fellowship and going off on his own with Sam. Um, Don't worry. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, I was taking notes over here. It was distracting. Uh, So they show, it must be, is it in Return of the King that they show the flashback to Faramir? Yes. And the extended edition they do. They're like, oh, I'll go. Yeah, extended edition's all I watch. So um, he's like, well, I'll go. I'll go to Rivendell. And his dad, who is the biggest awful Great Hayden. actor, by the way. But yeah, yes, great true. actor. He's oh, yeah. so great. Love but I despise him as a character. Yeah. When he dies, it's like one of my favorite scenes in the entire trilogy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, he's like, no. He's like, you suck. Everyone hates you. <laughs> Basically. <Yeah. laughs> no, my, my um, better son is going to go and you're dead. Yeah, my <laughs> better son is going to go. And then his better son falls to the power of the ring. Yes, exactly. A, I mean, he, he dies very graciously, but he still dies. And so it's interesting to think. I don't like personally, I think Faramir wouldn't have fallen to the power of the ring. That's he would what I'm have, thinking. Yeah. He would have seen to the whole thing. And that just gets into the whole. I mean, a lot of these what ifs could be. OK, well, what if this happened? Like that would make the road to Mordor smoother, basically. And the whole smoother journey or of, just. Different altogether, because they may, yeah. may not have split up. You know, they may have gone together. Yeah. Um, yeah. A number of things could have happened in the forest that day with that decision yeah. i mean uh, maybe that would have led to them getting actually captured by the urukai like who knows and would Fer- Faramir bend the knee to the king yeah. to the rightful heir or would he be i think like he would father? have like no i think he would have he yeah, wasn't as okay. proud as uh Boromir was um yeah okay i agree but i, I feel like at the same time i think Boromir's death is a really important character growth point especially mm. for like aragorn um where it really makes him like stand up and realize I need to take control of this. Like I, like it, it, I think Boromir's death really was a catapulting point for Aragorn eventually mm. taking his mantle of king. So right, right. So ramifications on both sides too. Yeah. yeah so Aragorn doesn't become king. He just has. Right. The he same might not. He might be like you know what? Movie. Faramir might be like the better steward. He's like you know what? 
look at look what you did. You resisted the power of the ring. Maybe you should, you know, lead the charge and all, you know, leave with my lady. And yeah, we'll, we'll go, we'll go. Yeah, we'll, we'll depart there, these we'll lands there. forever. <laughs> yeah, see you guys. See ya. Thanks. It's interesting oh, to think because Aragorn has this whole, yeah, he has this whole thing about, oh, I don't want to be king. I don't want to pick up the mantle. I'm not going to take up the sword. I'm not going to be. It's like, well, what are you going to do then? Because right, what all the elves are leaving. Are you going to go with them? Because they don't have sulk and pubs all the rest of your life in the corner. <laughs> so don't be that guy. Come on. So yeah, like, yeah they probably some D and D. Maybe. Well, it's also interesting. I'm, I'm like, I wonder if Faramir would have got them. Were they because they were going to the gap of. Where were they going? Gap of Rohan? After that? No, they made it through. Yeah, they were so, going there. Yeah. The next for the next series. Um, which mm. brings up one of the what ifs you mentioned to me. Which one? Let's hear it. What if Gandalf didn't die? Yeah, so in the first well, first I do want to say that since you were talking about Ned Stark, yeah, and he says you can't simply walk into Mordor. Yeah. What if they do simply walk into Mordor? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, <laughs> technically, yeah. technically they do. They made it a whole tougher deal than it had to be. But anyway, so in the first movie, Gandalf dies stupidly because he has this whole protection spell on him that makes it so the Balrog can't get to him. But somehow when the Balrog's falling, the protection spell somehow goes away and the rope or whatever, the whip, whip can yeah. grab his ankle and pull him down. So that's stupid. Right. I don't know if the books explain it better. They didn't choreograph it properly in the movies. But what if he doesn't die? What if, Or at least what if he doesn't fall right there? And so he just keeps going. He doesn't come back as the white Gandalf. He stays as Gandalf the Grey. I don't know if he would. I don't know if they're... Like, so you're saying he would still fall and not come no, back? No, he doesn't fall. He doesn't fall. He, just, he doesn't fall. He, Balrog he just goes and he goes with him and gotcha. they continue on. By the way, even though that's one of my favorite scenes in the movies, um, it is is very stupid. Like every time I'm like, just just climb up, just climb up, go go to him. Like pick See, him to up. me, I'm like, <laughs> why isn't anyone going? They clearly just walk back right. and pull him up. He has like his like, entire stone. arm on top of the ledge. <laughs> so yes, I agree with you, Trevor. It, there, it was. Like, it always stupid. made me think that Gandalf meant to die there. Yeah, that's true too. Maybe he knew. It's like he like, he knows fight. that he's supposed that's to die destiny. there. Wizards are weird that way in Lord of the Rings. They, they never really make sense. <laughs> they arrive precisely when they mean to, and maybe they die precisely when they mean to. Yeah. Trevor. But. Okay. Wait, so, I know. Trevor that's why the what died. if. That's why the what if is interesting. I know it is. It is interesting. And then would he, would he still have as much power then? Like he, he might I, I don't be think able so. to defeat Saruman. Yeah. So, and I, because my thought was, well, Gandalf becoming Gandalf the White that's how they they go to Rohan and he exercises Saruman's power yes, over the king. Exactly. And it's like, they well, them. if if they yeah. didn't do that and they all stayed together, then huh. what happens to Rohan? Does it just get overrun? Yeah, Rohan would fall. They would be overrun. They wouldn't have them on their side. It would not work out too well for anybody. Yeah, because well, then, for Rohan, well, then Star Lord would just do a dance battle and trick him. Oh, no, that's Ronan. I'm sorry. Mm -hmm. Please continue. <laughs> nice. That was a good one. That was good. <laughs> <laughs> only because you know, it was Lee Pace. That's the only reason why I care about that one. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Brock. Mm -hmm. We were watching the we were watching Fellowship. He's like, so who's Lee Pace in all this? And I'm like, Legolas is father. Oh, my he's, God. He's <laughs> not even in this movie. <laughs> he's like, I was like, he's not in this trilogy. <laughs> but he's like, it's like a whole father. other trilogy. <laughs> Uh, oh, that's good. Oh, Trevor. 
Well, okay, I got a what if then. What if oh, yeah? those birds actually helped them to get to the... So that's the big one for me, too. Right, so yeah. the Deus Ex Machina eagles. What <laughs> if they just get those eagles right from the start and just, boom, throw the ring into the volcano done? Um, yeah, we talk about this a lot. You the, don't need a, to read 800 books. Eagles. <laughs> eagles. The, the, the theory is that it was Gandalf's plan the entire time, because when he's falling, he says, fly, you fools. And then he falls. And so a lot of people have the theory that he always intended for them to take the eagles, but they didn't understand. So they're like, we're going to walk. guys. But maybe you, have you seen that? How Lord of the Rings should have ended short on YouTube. No, I, if I have, it's probably been a very long time. Okay. So, yeah. so the, the whole point of that is um, they're all at, they're at the council of Elrond and oh, they're no, I have like, seen it. yes. Cause I remember yeah. this now. And, and I almost called him Dumbledore because I'm a horrible Lord of the Rings fan. <laughs> uh, Gandalf goes, I have an idea that just might work. And they cut to uh, everyone on the Eagles, except for a few of the, like, I think it's just uh, Frodo and Gandalf on the Eagles. And then they have Aragorn and Boromir and Legolas and all of them. They're at the Black Gates, which is how you get into Mordor. And they're just like taunting Sauron and like getting him to turn his eye their way so they can sneak in and drop the ring in the whole time. Yeah. And it takes like five minutes at the end. They're like, well, that was quick. It's like, yeah, yeah imagine if no. or, imagine if we'd walked the whole way. One of us might have died. Yeah. Like, it's, <laughs> so it's, oh, good stuff. it's, it's really good. How it should have ended would have been is a really good one. A series really. It is yes. a really good one yeah, to at the end instead of at the beginning of it. That's good. No yeah. relation to this podcast, but it's a good series and watch it. <laughs> it is. It is. So my, my, yeah. my what if is what if Galadriel gets the one ring? Ooh. Um, what if what if he handed over and said, you know what? I think you're you're the ones to have it, even though she had that whole premonition and, you know, realized well, she they, failed her test. We haven't gotten to that scene yet, but they because they have that whole point where he offers it to her. Yeah. And she takes it and she has that whole thing about being a queen, beautiful and powerful. And I love right. that whole speech. Ruler of scene. all. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the, the lighting is weird, but the whole scene is great. Yeah. <laughs> Unfortunately. But, but she, scene. but she uh, can turn away from the power instead. Right. So yeah, that's, that'd be really like, because even Gandalf says like he'd be, he'd mean to do good, but like but the ring the is end. an evil thing at the end of so, the day here's my my take on this is that um if you think about tolkien himself as a writer he wrote this because of war you know he went to war he saw what war does what industry does it destroys the earth that's what sauron is and what Sar saruman becomes as well is the man destroying the earth tearing down trees killing people not caring about human life all this kind of stuff right but galadriel's an elf they love the earth they love nature like what if mm -hmm. she wanted to destroy the earth but not the nature part of it like just man like what if she does she gets the ring and says you know what man is terrible i'm gonna kill you all elves are the true race and because we take care of the land so really she thinks she's doing good because she's gonna take care of the earth so she's thanos she's evil <laughs> yeah she's thanos really well, actually point. she's ultron Alex. she's <laughs> ultron actually yeah, yeah that's how you create so. peace you just kill humans you create peace you just kill everything else <laughs> Because that's well, the he's destroying the nature as well. He wasn't keeping that nature around in the. Anyways, we're not talking about Ultron anymore. No. <laughs> we're, we're just we're making the connections, Alex. Yeah, <laughs> I know. Point. I know. Hey, connection. I, so I think that's okay. what happened if she were to have taken the ring. It, it would definitely be interesting because I, I always go back to um, 
Gandalf's whole thing. He's like, I would take the ring with the intent to do good, but through me, the ring would do terrible things. Because at the end of the day, the ring is the one with the power. And anybody that takes it except for, yeah, except for Sauron. Sauron's the only person that could wield the ring. Anybody else, the ring basically wields them. Um, Yep. Oh, that's what those movies were about. That's what those movies are about, Alex. (laughs) And there's there's a lot, there's a lot of battle scenes, like a lot. Oh, yeah, I've so seen all the movies. I just can't remember anything. I remember Frodo because who doesn't like Elijah Wood? The guy's great. Those eyes, man. It's those big blue eyes. Those that, eyes. That's the other one. Ah, crying. <laughs> so the oh, other, other one, one of the week, yeah. um, was what if Sam was the ring bearer? I've heard this one a lot. Yes, I like this one. I haven't really looked into it enough, but I like the, uh, this idea. Well, it makes Would sense he... just... Like, it's intriguing because Sam helps out so much, but Frodo, mm-hmm. like, imagine if he was there to help Sam. He, he brings nothing to the table. He has no value whatsoever. He's like mm. the Harry Potter value to Hermione. He has nothing to bring yes. to the table. I like this analogy. Wow. Yeah. Sam, yeah. Sam, is, Sam is the best friend. He's the support system. He's the one that keeps mm-hmm. him going, stays optimistic. That's um, why he can't be the ring bearer, I think. Yeah. Do they just fail really quickly if Sam's the ring bearer? Well, they, they toy. <laughs> like, they, like, <laughs> <laughs> they toy a little bit. Sam has the ring for a little bit in the third movie, and then Frodo sure. asks for it back, and you see Sam hesitate to give it to him. So yeah. I wonder, it makes you wonder if Sam is very kind, but maybe his spirit isn't as strong as Frodo's is. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. So it yeah, maybe it would Frodo have. gave in to the ring, didn't he? At yes. the very end, though. At that the like very end, end, Like, it he made it time. all the way there. And it took a long time. Like, most people fall to the ring pretty quickly. Right. Because remember who saves the day, who saves everybody, is Gollum. my favorite person of all time. Gollum. Yes. Uh, the just because you guys resemble yeah. each other doesn't mean that he should. <laughs> <laughs> What's dangerous, precious? <laughs> I love that guy. Love Boil him, mash him, stick him in a stew. <laughs> <laughs> well, oh man, Ruins it. There, there's got to be other ones. I but I I I just wish I can remember well, the movies. It's been it, so it, the, long. There's another one. What if they don't get the information from Gollum? Oh yeah, because they interrogate him, but I don't even know how they get him in the first place, and so. They, they don't know about know. the Shire or Bagginses they'll or anything. No, they might have an easier time staking in for sure. They want to fight all these orcs that are coming across the land looking for them. That's true. And York, and yeah. Okay. I, I would point. be. I'm curious because Bilbo puts the ring on, and you would think mm-hmm. that would alert them like immediately to where the ring was, I, but they still have to torture Gollum to get the information. Yeah. Even though later they show Ooh. that whenever Frodo puts the ring on, they immediately know where he is. They are in pretty close proximity at that point, though. That's true. Maybe they have to be a lot closer. It's a proximity alarm kind of thing, you know? Yeah. Proximity <laughs> alarm, yeah. That's how the ring is. The, the radar yeah, dishes you know. only go so it's far. The only so far. <laughs> They're out of range. Really I, I, out there. Our satellites aren't uh, too I guess far. the Shire is pretty far from Mordor. <laughs> he needs a bigger tower is what he needs. Maybe They're maybe looking around towers. going, this 5G sucks. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, you, but you, have to, so. you have to think if... No one was coming for them in the Shire. Would they have left? Mm. Would they still have gone mm. on that journey to destroy the ring? Would they just would have kept it there and hoped yeah, that nobody... Yeah, let's keep it here. Yeah, Because nobody had it. discovered it there for 60 years. Right. Exactly. Good call. Hmm. Yeah. I like that. I would have lived in that Shire. Though, to keep it, it there, awesome. there's people knowing about it. Yeah. 
That's true. Is that people have to know that it's around because like like when the ring is found, like nobody's heard of like no one's known it's about its existence for hundreds and hundreds of years. That's the whole yeah. point of Galadriel's whole speech in the beginning. Some things yeah. that should not have been for, should not have been forgotten were lost. Oh, that was oh, fun too. Where things. it's been thousands of years, and somehow the ring is only has like a few little bits of like it's weeds magic. on it and stuff. It's magic, dude. It's in a Come river. On. It should be buried it's about magic. a thousand feet down in the ground. <laughs> It's easier to get dino DNA than it is <laughs> for the Lord of the Rings. I don't for know the ring. that. Not be uh, silly here. Magic. The ring decides when it wants to be found. It just surfaces you know what? somehow yeah. magically. Godspeed, Timish. I can't believe that that you had to sit there and watch those movies <laughs> with him. I I don't know if I could do it. I don't know. No, they're he, tough watches. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> I agree. I agree. No, it, wow. the, That's the problem with it, it, it's just too much. Again, they, they should develop the story slowly. It should be more adventure in the first movie rather than... They're trying to world build too quickly. They well, only had three take. movies, <laughs> and each movie is already four hours long. <laughs> yeah, I've never heard the take that it needed to be longer, but I agree with you, Trevor. I don't think it needs I to agree. be longer. I just, they're Eight wasting hours time. That well, you take that up with Tolkien. They're based on his books. <laughs> they're just used, Peter Jackson's like, let's spend a bunch of time throwing out words that don't mean anything to the audience and we're going to make it for people who've read the books and have a basic understanding of what's going in that's how the movies are designed i mean i saw the movies that's problematic the books okay that's fine See? Because, i don't know for me fantasy it's about <laughs> it's about dipping you immediately into that world and like fleshing it out as you go along so they're going to use words because they don't want to baby you the whole harry way harry potter somehow figures it out because it's written for children <laughs> whatever <laughs> jk figures okay, it out how to make yeah. it something for everybody huh Hey, Let's frog. see who has a bigger fandom. Frog, mom and dad are fighting. I'm feeling I know, very so right like, now. I don't feel uncomfortable. Can we go play with our toys or something? <laughs> well, I no, like all right. those fandoms. But. Well, the thing about Harry Potter is that A, it takes place in the modern age, and B, mm-hmm. Harry, at the beginning of the book, is just a human, so he knows nothing about the wizarding world, so it's really easy to introduce all of these concepts as to the reader because you're, they're introducing them to Harry as well along the way that's so true Frodo should be oblivious to this stuff too though but he, he's a part of this world he lives in it yeah so no. he knows about the things that are in there if they were explaining everything I as thought you, were you just going, said that the ring hasn't been known about for hundreds of years they explain that's what the ring is literally the entire first 15 minutes of the movie are a prologue about what the ring is yeah, but Frodo <laughs> shouldn't know that he doesn't he doesn't <laughs> <laughs> he does though. He doesn't Everything understand was told that. told to him by by Gandalf, right? Bilbo's been well, talking Alex to him for his this. whole life. But he, he didn't know Bilbo had the ring. He didn't know he had no, the ring, but Bilbo's been telling stories of his adventures his whole life. Yeah. His adventures. Yes. And the ring was never a part of it. So I don't know exactly. what point you're trying to make. What? How does that make Frodo the everyman? Frodo isn't the everyman. I know. He's the main character. So I he- know. That's why I'm saying it's a stupid leaping off point for the audience. So you're supposed to pick what? some <clears throat> some hobbit that knows nothing. <laughs> it's just like that guy picking his ear at the beginning of the no, movie. No, it should be he from should Sam's be the perspective. Hero. Sam should be the narrator. I'm sorry, fans, if you're feeling uncomfortable at this point. <laughs> <laughs> Sam should be the narrator. I'm really enjoying this because well, he's probably getting What do you guys think? It, would, would Lord of the Rings been as successful or maybe even more successful if maybe this was a like a Game of Thrones series. An I, I hour-long think... episode like that. 
I think so. I think actually, I think that for Harry Potter too. I just think anything that has a world that that's rich needs right. longer than what movies can usually give it. Um, I think I'm, I would probably dive into it way more if it was a series rather than a because it's hard for me to find four hours to spend on watching mm-hmm. a movie anymore. I don't know how people did it back when they first came out because it's it's pretty difficult. There's so much, much going on in our world right now to sit down for four hours. Sure. I'm, when I first saw Lord of the Rings, I went to a marathon of all three and I watched all three extended editions back to back. Oh my God. Never mind. <laughs> Screw what I just said, people. And yep. I've, do- I've done it. I've done it twice. <laughs> <laughs> the first time my best friend That's watched Lord of the Rings. Start one, one is like, like, well, that. I might as well watch the next two. Yeah. Dude, well, the first two end on cliffhangers. So, yeah, of course. Of course <laughs> the only one I can watch answered. by itself is Return of the King. Because <sighs> it has closure at the end. Too much yeah. Closure, yeah. closure for some people, but. <laughs> cool. So, what if Sauron actually had a purpose? So, again, his only purpose is power. And for some mm-hmm. reason, every single villain, they just want power and they don't care the ramifications with it. What if there was a character True. that actually didn't i need the whole world destroyed but it doesn't matter like why do they want to rule over ashes like ultron does it and then you know soren's the one who really did it before anybody like oh cool i'm all powerful Mm. over this horrible landscape well it's like why did scar want pride rock just to destroy the whole thing i don't know if i haven't read the book so i don't know soren's true motivations i know i had a friend who was a huge book fan and she used to talk about how she was really upset because at the end of the movies when the hobbits return to the shire Mm-hmm. All the hobbits are supposed to be enslaved. It's not yes. supposed to be happy there. The That's war actually see, reached we there. We see that. We see it. We in, see in it the as a glimpse. Yeah. Right. Um, it. So it makes it. it makes me think if instead of full out slaughter, their goal was always to enslave the races of Middle Earth instead of to build for them, right? To do yeah. stuff for them. So yeah, it's it's an allegory of war, and I think a lot of it has to do with Tolkien not really knowing why the 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 men in power that do evil things do the things they do it's like what is the mm-hmm. purpose you are just going to rule over ash i he doesn't know so i think he just made the villain that way it was like well this, this villain is almost so, purposeless you know so it goes to it goes to show like who would be a better villain in lord of the rings and i say denethor <laughs> yes oh, he's denethor also wanted power yes. he's just a great villain he's just good he's the steward of gondor and he the wants to remain the steward yeah uh, yeah oh uh, the tomatoes he eats all the food while his son goes out to die. <laughs> yep. Man, you guys got me a little in cap, kind of like wanting to watch it now. You should. Uh, <laughs> That's the goal, Alex. I, I'll watch it for an hour and then turn it off and say, okay, I'll come back to this tomorrow. That's fine. That's what I mean. We started the first one and we haven't finished it yet. We watched the first two, two hours. Two hours watch it have. like a regular movie and split it into two. Or yeah. just watch so, the non-extended one because you don't have me in your life. That's fair. That make you watch the extended <laughs> one. Turn it into a six-hour, yeah, yeah. Anyways, anyways, hey, this was a good episode. It was. It was kind of fun. Heated, but fun. Huh? <laughs> I get very passionate about the things that I am passionate about. Passionate about? <laughs> yeah. Should. Awesome. So, to everyone listening, we got our finale of What If next week. Do you have any idea what's going to happen? Yes. <laughs> right. All you have to do is watch that Hyundai commercial. Look up Hyundai <laughs> Marvel commercial and you see the whole finale. But until then, we'll be sure to talk about it next week. And what are we going to talk about to connect to it? 
I certainly don't know, so you'll have to tune in to find out. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> we hope everyone Just enjoyed, and we'll talk to you next time. All right, probably, yeah. Adios, y'all. Bye.